Welcome all to the New Dream Podcast. I'm Sarah Grady, and as Bryce Savage's song states, I'm a Pisces with no fake love here. My soul felt deeply called to create the New Dream movement of unconditional love and support for all. So here we are. Whether you're here for the stories, engaging authentic conversations, to discover new tools to create change in your life, or just the unconditional love and support that's felt, know that you are beyond welcomed. Take what fits for you, leave the rest, because life is yours to live and your heart will know the way. Let's get started creating our new dreams. Good morning and welcome. Today we have Cameo Haig on with us, aspiring and stepping into her authentic self as a marriage and relationship coach. And I can't wait to hear about your journey. Oh, hi. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. So currently, Mm -hmm. I would love to know like your feeling and what you're experiencing in life right now. Just like yeah. your how how you're feeling in life. Um, I feel like a excited energy in my life again. For a period of time, there was a lot of sadness and like heavy emotions I was feeling. Right. Um, and part of that was not speaking into my truth of like who I am as a woman and mm-hmm. like having a strong message and like God would kind of speak to me and I'm like, ah, I don't really want to speak about that because sometimes it ignites people in a way that triggers them and then I'm like a people pleaser so it makes me like withdraw so um I just really like in a space right now where I really want to assist people in like stepping into having a powerful marriage and having a powerful sexual connection inside of their marriage do you find yourself having that now like Obviously, you're having this voice like you want to share with the world. Is it because of what you've gone through in your own marriage? Yeah, absolutely. So like I've been married for we met in in 2000 and we got married in 01. So like we've been married for 22 years. Okay. And yeah, it's been a huge journey for me in the sexual relationship part of my marriage because of like some of the masculine wounding I carry. And then I project that onto my husband. And then it's like the lusty part of marriage was like so easy because that's like fueled by a different energy than when you really drop down into like the space of trust and surrender. And that's where like some of those trauma emotions get sparked. And then it's easy to just pull back instead of lean in. So yeah, I've done that a lot in my marriage. And, um, I used to write a blog and I'm going to start writing again. And it was all, it was called sexless marriage no more. And it was all about like those moments that we go through where we like withdraw that part of ourselves. And I feel like women do it a lot more than men do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I already am connecting wholeheartedly because I don't know, like we, we don't know each other outside of like the last few weeks. But that was yeah. a part of my journey too. Like in my my marriage, I codependent people pleaser, all the things, mm-hmm. and I tried to blow it up. <laughs> so like yeah. I was I was gonna divorce and walk away. So what you're what you're saying is just so validating because we all have those moments. 
Yeah. And I'm curious, was there like a pivotal moment where you like, was there something that caused you to finally just say like enough's enough? I can't live this way anymore. Uh, well, I read an article on KSL and it was about sexless marriage, like people okay. that have sex less than 10 times in a year. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, that is me. And it was probably like 12 to 14 years into our marriage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I thought my husband is very sexually driven, like just, I mean, he's all for it whenever he's always turned on, it seems like, you know, which is, <laughs> so beautiful after being together for so long like I really am trying to admire that instead of be like oh gosh stop touching me you know what I mean right. um and so I read that blog and it was just like a lightning bolt hit me and I just thought I don't lean into this aspect of myself when it comes to like understanding all my emotions that I feel inside of the bedroom because mm-hmm. like the like I said the lusty part was always pretty simple for me because it is more of a superficial kind of energy. Right. And then when that like fades, then there's a lot of like my emotions that would hold me back where like, yes, I would have sex, but it wasn't like this emotional feeling that I just felt like I could have, but I wasn't having. And it was like these emotional blocks that I was just like keeping my husband at a distance, even when we're having the most intimate of connection. Okay. So almost like you were having the physical connection, but you weren't yeah. having like the intimate connection in inside of the physical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So more just like a, an experience instead of like a, oh, that was transformative. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's some type of sex that you can have when you surrender and you're so present and you're just in your body versus like being in your mind or, Oh, I'll just have sex real quick so I can move on and do the laundry or, you know what I mean? Those different kinds of like emotional aspects. Yeah. Almost like it turned into like, Oh, I have to go do this instead of I get to do this. Yeah, exactly. It was more like, Oh, let me put this on my (laughs) like to-do list. (laughs) Check my list. (laughs) done check (laughs) enjoy the husband check mark (laughs) I love that I don't love that but I love that because I connect with it so much (laughs) yeah yeah so once I read that article I just felt drawn to like really lean into what was keeping me blocked and why was I feeling these feelings and when really I have this person I love so much and he loves me, like what is making it so I can't surrender or I don't feel like deeper feelings in my body. And mm-hmm. so then um, I started blogging and it just kind of helped me process through some stuff because I like to write. And then it was fun to like hear other people say like, oh, I feel that way too. And I, I just really think it's a big thing inside of marriage. I love that. I, I- yeah. Before hopping on here, I did scroll through some of your Facebook messages and I encourage all of our readers to find you and go and read some of the things that you are posting. And when you start blogging again, because your words are just so beautiful and inspiring and raw, like you don't sugarcoat and I love it. Like give the raw 
honest answers like just give me this knowledge that's like pouring out of you and it, that's what I felt from what you were sharing oh thank you absolutely. I'm glad that yeah <laughs> absolutely so when you read this article mm-hmm. like did you sit down and have a conversation with your husband or did you just start doing this like all behind the scenes no, like we, we are like, that's one powerful place in our marriage. We've always had very strong communication. So okay. I did tell him like, it just feels like this is what we are experiencing as a sexless marriage. And I really want to lean into like writing and discovering myself and really figuring out why I have all this stuff happening. And then he was just very supportive and just, you know, helped me like, when I would vlog, he would read them and be like, oh, yeah. And sometimes we would do videos. He hates being on camera. So <laughs> we don't do videos together anymore. But when that was 10 years ago and like he did do some videos with me and we ha- we put them up on YouTube. And I mean, it was fun to like kind of connect in that way. But um, he's always been like super supportive. And yeah, so I I'm the one like I have had, you know, some trauma in my sexual experiences of, of being a woman. And he has not had any of that as being a man. And I know some men do, but he has not. And so he's very free flowing in his sexual energy. And I have some, some hangups, you know, Mm because I have had some traumatic things happen in my life that keep that and by the masculine. So then it kind of keeps, even though he hasn't done it, it still creates that energy flow of like, I don't know, you know? I absolutely relate. I I have some of my own trauma from my mm-hmm. childhood and it really does change things. Like everyone responds differently in those situations and how they move forward. And it really is a, it, it's an internal process of trying to figure mm-hmm. out like, where do I want to take these next steps? What do I want to allow in? What makes me feel safe? And I'm sure having that supportive energy from your husband definitely helped for you to like process. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So what were some of the things that you did moving through that, like through this like difficult realization, really? Did you just do like the deep dive of like, let me know all the things? (laughs) Did you start reading everything that you could get your hands on? Yeah, as I say, I definitely read a lot of like sexual books, you know, and and then then there's an aspect of just like the self-help of like, you know, our shadow self and things that like can really come up in the bedroom. I feel like a lot of the energy that women feel like it's really not from the sexual experience. It's like right. all these other aspects of us that do come into the bedroom with us and it's we can't just turn them off you know? And so, um, yeah, so I started blogging and then I just really committed to like being sexual with my husband, even if it felt like I'm tired or I don't, you know, I've had a long day or, and it's just like riding a bike. Like sometimes you get on a bike and it's like so fun. And then other times you're like, Oh, I don't want to ride a bike. (laughs) And it almost felt that same way to me sexually sometimes where it was like, I was very excited and then there were times that I was like, I really don't want to do this. And not that I was like forcing myself to, but like I wanted to work through some of those emotions that I was feeling instead of just turn away from them and like 
keep them hidden inside myself. So um, okay. like I just really committed to leaning into the sexual aspects of myself. And even if I felt sad or, and I would just tell my husband, like I might cry or I might even feel angry or there's a lot of emotions that come up that I feel like we judge ourselves and we think, oh, I shouldn't feel that way sexually. But I, I believe it like freeze emotion. And sometimes you're going to laugh and cry. And sometimes you're going to feel almost like a hatred, you know, cause it's like emotion freeing in your body is how it was for me. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, but with mm-hmm. what you're saying, it almost sounds like you were using like this movement. Cause obviously like any sort of movement in our body is going to yeah. be a really, it's going to create release. Mm -hmm. which is helpful for energy release. So it almost sounds like you were using this as sort of like your own release, honoring the emotions, honoring how you're feeling, but using it as like a catalyst for growth to move forward with intimacy with your husband, your partner as your support. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. Exactly. Okay. And I still do. Mm I I actually really connect with that because I feel like my husband and I kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's more like, especially my husband more so than me. Sometimes like when I need to do energy, it's more like I need to meditate. I need to do it myself. Yeah. But for him, he's like, I'm stressed out. Like, I just need to feel you. Like I need yeah. to have that connection and move this energy. Mm-hmm. So I love that. It's so beautiful because I think that's where the intimacy probably comes from. Because like you can have sex and you can have intimacy, but they're not necessarily together if you're not connecting the emotions. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like that maybe was you building that intimacy with your husband. Do you notice that it's definitely like improved things moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we talk a lot about like, what we want in the bedroom and like how we're feeling or you know what I mean like we have a very open dialogue when it comes to like the sexual side of our marriage and it always Mm -hmm. has been something that has been a part of our marriage and I feel like it's really kept us together and there has been a lot of painful aspects of it too where I do feel withdrawn and I don't feel like connecting and he wants that but I don't want it and but it's all coming from that intimate like space where Sometimes I just don't feel safe around the masculine and it's not from him. It's just like an energy that I'm feeling that I, I can easily withdraw right. my energy from my marriage. I completely understand. It, yeah. It's almost like there's so many of us that walk around in our masculine sense. Like I know not mm-hmm. a lot of people, like there's a lot of different ways of looking at energy, but the way that I see it is there's the yin and the yang, the mm-hmm. masculine, the feminine, and we all have both in our bodies. And if it's not balanced, that's when we're like, if we're in our feminine and we can be soft and connecting mm-hmm. and be open to creative expression, but the masculines that like, do, 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 go, go, go. Like I've got to be action oriented there's a lot of us that are stuck in that mm-hmm. and I like sex is really a mental game for mm-hmm. for I, I try to say feminine but like I, I try to honor the fact that there are different people like and everyone has different pronouns in the way that they show up in the world so it's hard to use like the feminine the masculine energies and honor it but also honor it for other people that see it differently but this is how I experience yeah 
energies. And that's Mm -hmm. what I see is like, you're stuck in this. I'm not safe. So I have to stay in my masculine to keep myself safe, which then Mm -hmm. creates a divide with other people that are also in their masculine, because how do we connect? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. And I love that for you. Yeah. And in my marriage, like I do really feel like I probably do lead more with my masculine energy Mm -hmm. and my husband is kind of more of a uh like a softer feminine like energy as well you know right. and so um so it does work but sometimes like I'll be in my masculine and he'll be in his and that's like where you hit heads a lot you know yeah and then I'll I've really focused on trying to be more in my feminine but then that almost makes me like for me it almost makes me too docile where I like withdraw too much because I had a very wounded mother and that's just like what I saw as a child. And I feel like that energy like gets activated in me when I try to really like be in my only my feminine. So yeah, there is like that beautiful balance and every person, no matter what gender, what, Mm -hmm. where you're at in life, you, we all have that masculine feminine energy. Right. Yeah. I, it's so beautiful to hear someone else going through like that that similar experience, but seeing how you moved through it, because there really is so like hundreds of thousands of different ways to figure your, your way through these, these really difficult and overwhelming and sometimes dividing things that we go through in mm-hmm. life. And that's why I love having these conversations because our stories are very similar, but you did it in such a unique and different way of overcoming it and moving through it and connecting with your wholeness again with your oneness mm-hmm. and it's just so beautiful to hear like Aww. and and that you get to do it through human connection and like mm-hmm. I don't know sex can definitely be fun oh yeah yeah <laughs> so much fun <laughs> so um what is it that you are? creating like where where is this leading you like you want to help yeah and you want to move forward with trying mm-hmm. to be that light for people yeah. who are struggling and these really hard messages and really want to make things work with their partner yeah where mm-hmm. are you moving in the world with that so I am creating a program um called the heal your sexual soul okay and so yeah it will it will be all about like just really diving into those sexual aspects like like I said I think it's easy for us to like look at our shadow selves or look at like how our mom and dad were and like how that really affects us in a relationship mm-hmm. but it's like how do all those things really affect you how you show up in the bedroom and how you're experiencing your sexual side of yourself inside of a marriage is really where I want to focus on because I am married and like right. it's been a thing for me, you know, and that's where I really feel like I could serve women in the world and some men that feel drawn to me that I could assist. Like, so I want, I'm creating like a book that, you know, that can get shipped to somebody. They could work on it on their own or they could also that. coach with me and I could like help them process through different things. Cause I think we get so much out of speaking to somebody like you can give yourself aha moments most of the time just by having somebody to like listen and talk to, you know? 
<laughs> Absolutely. I just I just spoke on this on the podcast a few weeks ago. Those yeah. aha moments when you're speaking to somebody else and you're like, well, dang it, that's what I needed to hear right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's what coaches are. They mm-hmm. they lead you to just recognize things inside yourself that need to be brought out. And really, it's just like a guide that can kind of help you realize those things. Absolutely. My biggest thing with like coaching and why I think I've always mm-hmm. been so authentic with it is you have everything that you need inside of you. Mm-hmm. The The difficult part of moving through it is you're, you don't feel safe and yeah. it's, it can be lonely and exhausting, especially when you're a people person and you really mm-hmm. just want connection. Mm-hmm. So that a coach really can just give you that safe space for you to uncover all of those things that are hiding inside of you because the answers are there. You just need a safe place to be able to connect with them again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just um, had been coaching somebody and we were just doing like Marco Polos back and forth. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're not really having a conversation. You're talking really to yourself and then the person responds to you, you know, Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many times they're like, oh, that's what I needed to hear. You know what I mean? And it's just like coming that. up in them, but it's just like you spark something and then it makes them realize like, oh yeah. So it is really a beautiful, oh. a beautiful thing. Coaching. I really see the power in that for sure. I love that for you so much. Like I, yeah. I already feel super connected with you. Like, and just the validation <laughs> that, your story can be so inspiring for so many because I know like if I would have heard you four years ago when I was going through what I was going through with my husband it probably would have made me rethink a lot of the things that was going through my brain at that time yeah and that's why I love these conversations you know Mm -hmm. like it might be exactly what somebody needs to hear for them to be like I don't have to stay in this negative vibration anymore I can take back my power I can let people in it is safe to do so and even if something you know the shit hits the fan Mm. it's okay because I've survived all of it that was thrown at me before I can survive this too oh yeah Mm. and having having someone like you is important and I'm just so glad you went like an article like I don't know for me it's just so awesome like this stuff like this podcast this episode just you and I having a conversation it's going to land in the lap of somebody who needed to hear it today just like that article that you found that you needed to hear that day and all those seeds those synchronicities and we get to be a part of that in this beautiful journey of life yeah yeah the human experience it's amazing (laughs) it is I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful that we we cross paths so is there one thing that if you were to give somebody like a quick simple technique or a like a quick advice of some Mm -hmm. sort yeah what is it that you would tell them (laughs) I would say that your bedroom is an adult playground, right? Mm. So when you'd be like mm-hmm. bringing and trying different things, just like when you go on a playground, there's the monkey bars and there's a thing you can climb on and there's the swings. And, and I feel like 
in sex, we can get very like one dimensional where it's like, there's so many things that we could bring into this aspect of our marriage. Right. And I think boredom is what makes people withdraw from that space. And so it's like, if you can find different things to bring into that bedroom space to just have fun and laugh and try things. And sometimes they don't work, right? Like you're like, right. oh, that was <laughs> like, let's not do that again. I think that that is, is what has like made that so much more enjoyable for me is like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to put on the sexy lingerie or I'm going to set up a little sexy massage for my husband, or I'm going to tell him I want this or let's try this or, and some things work really great. And some things you're like, okay, let's not do that again. You know, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> and then but even those parts like make you more connected and or you know and just to really be vulnerable in like your emotional self of how you feel right so voicing like that does not feel good or I do not like that or don't pull my hair so hard or you know different things right. where I think a lot of women just kind of oh I'll just go with it but it's like you we really want to enjoy ourselves in the bedroom too and Mm -hmm. voicing what you want and what you like and what you don't want is a very important aspect of that. Absolutely. Almost like making sure that you're healing that, that people pleaser in us. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. we get to enjoy it too. It really is a partnership, not just you yeah. serving somebody else. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that message so much yeah. because it, it doesn't just stay in the bedroom either, because if yeah. you, if that's the first step it takes to, to reconnect with your voice, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful place to start. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it's going to lead into the, the other aspects into your life and create mm -hmm. that change that's necessary for you to feel whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like the most beautiful place for me to find my healing. Mm -hmm. And also like, so sad at times, you know, cause it does like, it is a very intimate space and it will right. bring up a lot of emotion. And it's not even about your husband per se. It's like things that are just in your body that the energy starts flowing and, mm -hmm. and, and it's like, it makes you feel different emotions and they're not always the most beautiful of emotions, but it's like, it's okay. Like you just get to process through those and understand where they're coming from and then just allow yourself to move through those instead of, I would always make myself feel wrong. Like, why do I feel sad? Or why do I feel angry? Or why am, why am I not just having orgasm after orgasm? But it's like, it's because of these different layers of trauma that are inside of us that mm -hmm. for me would come up in that very intimate space. Right. They wouldn't really come up in a lot of other aspects of my life. Now, here's my question. I mean, obviously you had it with your husband, um, mm -hmm. but for people that might want to take the, this advice and try, you know, utilizing it and trying to use yeah. it to create change in their life, would you definitely recommend having that open line of like super supportive communication first mm -hmm. so that way they're not like... I don't know, stepping into something that might not be safe. You know what I mean? Coming from the having like that, that trauma from the, from our childhood or from like yeah. 
having experiences like that, you definitely need Mm -hmm. to make sure that you have that open, safe communication probably before stepping into it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would definitely create like a container of this is what I want to try. This is what I want to experience inside of this intimate space. Mm -hmm. And if, and letting your husband know, or like, I might feel sad or I might feel angry, but it has really not anything to do with you per se. Like I'm just feeling a lot of different emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think like creating that, like then it kind of helps your spouse to feel like, oh, okay. Like I'm not doing something wrong in the bedroom to make her sad or to make her, you know what I mean? It's just things that like you're experiencing with the energy flow in your system. So yeah, definitely creating a, a conversation around that is is very very important okay yeah Yeah, I just I wanted to make sure that we touched on that because I know like that can get to a super confusing area you know because like it is very intimate and if you step Mm -hmm. into it without having the conversation and being open and honest and intentional with it it could almost cause like I don't know, adverse reactions. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. You got to be in a space in your marriage where like you do feel somewhat safe with your spouse, you know? And it's like, there are probably marriages where it's not going to be possible. Like there's too, too much heaviness to even like Mm -hmm. get to that space. But for the marriages that are just like, oh, I want more of this intimacy. I want more of this connection. I want mm-hmm. to feel more in the bedroom. Like those are the the couples that can have that conversation and step into that journey. But yeah, it's definitely not for yeah, every marriage. Like, you know, some marriages are probably done or some marriages there's too much pain and it's not even possible, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Or there's gotta be that open dialogue first before stepping yeah. into that super intimate, Mm-hmm. you know raw space because <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. okay perfect yeah. all right I'm so inspired by you I I I, I think a lot <laughs> of people need to hear that message and so I have one final question okay when you hear the phrase the new dream what does it bring up feeling wise like what does mm. it make you think of yeah I love that I love that name it's so beautiful but for me like I instantly thought of like my marriage and my relationship and Mm -hmm. me as a woman like stepping into I can create that dream you know for a long time it's like I wanted my husband to create all this magic for me but it's like the divine feminine can awaken that and create that dream of having that relationship that's so beautiful and connected and and just that you can build this amazing life together, you know? And yeah. so that's what like I thought about when I heard it. I love that. We are the creators of our reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's what you heard. <laughs> that's what you thought. Yeah. Good things, all good things. Mm-hmm. I all know. That's right. I absolutely appreciate you and your message. And <laughs> I just thank you for sharing your light and thank your be- you. beauty and just being here, being being a, a light and a beacon for those that need you. 
Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on and seeing that in me and wanting uh, to be part of my journey as well. Absolutely. You have a beautiful day. Oh, you too. Thank you. (laughs) Got those pretty eyes that are one in a million. She looks like the sun and moon as some children.